What's up, sports fans? This is TJ and B reporting back for another episode. I'm one of your hosts, Ben Catino, alongside my amazing counterpart, Timothy Duffy. Tim, how you doing today, first and foremost? Good to be back with you today, man. Um, We did get to watch that incredible Game 6 the other night, and what a game it was. The Bucks are NBA champions, officially. Yeah. And... For the first time in 50 years. In one of the most impressive performances I've seen out of not just Giannis, but a whole team in a while. Because if you remember at the beginning of this uh, playoff run, there was a lot of games where a lot of people were saying, including myself, that maybe Giannis can't be the number one option on a championship team. You really thought um, that? His, his free throws were a glaring issue down the stretch. And even in that Nets series, he he kind of blew some games, if you look at those. He had yeah. some crucial turnovers and some crucial misses that made you say, like, as again, what I just said, like, wow, maybe Giannis can't be that number one option. But, man, did he – he proved everyone wrong. And, honestly, this final series really made me – have a new like a newfound respect for Giannis I mean I'll, I'll admit I used to be a Giannis doubter and as I was just saying I didn't think he could be that number one option for a championship team but man was I wrong I mean this guy is undoubtedly anywhere you put it a top two player in the league right now for sure I mean he has to be it, oh yeah for him to and not only be down 0-2 but to come back and then in a game where you can clinch a championship, he puts up 50 and 14, whatever it was. There was no way. <laughs> there, five blocks, too. Five blocks. That, I mean, it, 50, it was nothing 40, short of incredible. And honestly, one of the most impressive and most memorable moments in sports that I've ever watched. I mean, I'm definitely never going to forget this performance. Me neither. And you know, looking at Giannis, saying you're never going to fail this performance. This is pretty much the best performance of his career, obviously. You know, winning the finals, winning four games in a row, and dominating in each and every single one of them. And not even me 100% because Eastern Conference Finals, he gets down with the hyperextended knee, misses the last two games. And it looked a, a hell of a lot more serious than it actually was <laughs> when it happened. And, you know, people were – saying, like, oh, we thought this was his year, you know, like he's not coming back, but came back stronger than ever. And three games in a row where you did legendary things, game four, that <clears throat> game-winning block on DeAndre Ayton, yep. game five, the dunk. I was watching that dunk, man. I don't know if I told you this, bro. I was watching this dunk completely, like, you know, 100% in my in the right headspace, too, mm-hmm. by the way. Like, I was just watching this, and, you know, I saw him get the ball stripped and the game five. Holiday jogging up the court, you know, that little, little like walking jog strut. It was mm-hmm. nice and cheeky. The three on one fast break. I see Giannis running, dude, cutting up to the basket, alley oop, slam dunk, and one. And I'm, I'm telling you what, bro, this is the closest like any basketball play has ever made me like almost cry. Wow, he almost actually shed tears. Like, I actually texted I'm, that to the chat. I go, that play by us almost made me cry, and I like actually meant it. Like I literally almost cried after watching that play. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame you because <laughs> because the funny thing is, like, you say that, but it's almost true because like 
like the past couple of days, well, I've the been team on his back. It was just inspirational. Like the two days after that game, before Game Six, like I just kept going back and watching that play, and I was just like, the more I watched it, like the more impressed I was by this play. Like when, similar to you, like when this hat, when that play happened. I genuinely like jumped out of my seat and like did a lap around my kitchen, and I was just like, "Oh you your hands my on your head too. God!" I mean, he was behind the backboard, got pushed, and still just absolutely slammed it down. And then, in one of the most badass things I've ever seen in sports, he just mean mugs the crowd after it. <laughs> I mean that mean that was one of the most demoralizing plays ever. If you're a Suns fan, yeah, it really was. And there were like there were mad celebrities there too. Yeah, LeBron like, was there. LeBron was there. Like Adele was there. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. He just silenced the crowd. I've just never seen like <laughs> the crowd go from being so hyped to just shutting the fuck up in one second. It was amazing. I mean, genuinely, in in our lifetime, I think this is one of the best final series I've ever watched. Oh, yeah. Because one, going into it, no one expected – well, I mean, you, I guess you could have guessed the Bucks, but not a lot of people expected this series. I think you could have guessed either one, but, like, no one really thought – yeah, like you were saying, no one really thought they would match up together. Yeah. Like, I don't think anyone had this as, like, the end of so, their bracket. So that's one. And then another point is I really, I really, really enjoyed the series because it's two teams that basically drafted their roster. Outside of Drew Holiday, who signed last – well, Drew Holiday and CP3, who both signed this previous offseason to their teams. Yeah. You know, they both drafted these squads. And even with the addition of those players, it didn't make either of these teams a super team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what we've been seeing for, what, the past six years now? It's at 15 almost. At least one of the teams is just a super team where it's basically, you know, you have KD going to the Warriors. You have LeBron going to the Heat. Even the Celtics and like yeah, and even last year AD going to the Lakers. Like you have these super teams, and it's almost kind of predictable. I mean, our whole high school career, besides our senior year, we saw Cavs (laughs) Warriors. We saw Cavs Warriors every single year, eighth to eleventh grade, and we saw Warriors Raptors. So honestly, this change of pace was awesome because I had no idea what to expect for the series and. It fulfilled all expectations and blew them away, in my opinion. I mean, this was yeah. just an amazing series. The only thing that would have been better was would be a game seven. Yeah, but, but uh, that was that was really eventful six games. Honestly, I'll take a Giannis fifty fifteen and five game <laughs> over a game seven because Dude, I mean, seriously, this was one of the best basketball performances I've ever seen. Yeah, and shout out to Giannis too because me and Ben on uh, the other night. Tuesday night, we both had Giannis over 32 and a half points. Yes, sir. He hit it with six and a half minutes left in the third quarter. Oh, yeah. I mean, that he, was. <laughs> it is 33rd point with six and a half minutes left in the third quarter. And to take a player prop, that's 32 and a half points. And I mean, he did not hit that every single game this series. I yeah. know he had two 40 point games, but other than that, like I believe. Like a 30. I, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, other than that, I believe he was under 30 or maybe exactly at 30 for every other game. So it was definitely a somewhat risky bet going into it. But, I mean, 
as soon as the game started, you knew that was going to hit. Well, I, I guess mean, he had 10 points in the first quarter. Yeah. He had 16 by ha- or 17 by halftime, which is like right on pace, but yeah, you know he was going to turn like up. He's in the right on half. pace. And he did in the third quarter. Huge third quarter from the Bucks. Really like blew the game out of the waters, man. Because going to that game, I'm just thinking like the Bucks are winning this shit, obviously, because they're at home. They just won yeah. three in a row. And I know Giannis is not dropping anything less than 40 points in this game, but shot to everyone else in the team. Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, and they each had 20 plus points, or Middleton had like high teens, I believe, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. But man, that was, that was a great team effort, man. They're, this big three, not a super team. And me and you have talked about it. You know, we there have been better number two options in the league than Chris Middleton this year. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even all star this year. He was the last two years, but not this season. But really proven everyone wrong. And this team was built from the bottom. You know, these two guys, Giannis and Milton, together since 2013 on this roster. Yeah. And, you know, they've just creepily gotten their way up to the top of the league. Yeah, absolutely. And as you were just saying, this big three, I mean, you can't – everyone's talking about Giannis and deservingly so, obviously, but you can't take away from what Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday really have done. I mean – like we were just talking about with that dunk, like that dunk wasn't even possible without Drew Holiday, one, getting the steal, and two, placing that ball exactly where it needs to be. And Chris Paul had a huge game one and two, but after that, when Drew Holiday was playing defense on him, he really Clamped. struggled scoring. I mean, this guy is an all-defensive, all-NBA defensive player year in and year out, and th- there's not a lot of a lot of those guys in the league that can basically, if you need a stop, you put him on their best player and he'll get the stop. And not to mention, Giannis also won a defensive player of the year. Yeah. So, I mean, this team's defense is out of this world if you think about it. When Drew Holiday clamps Lillard so hard in the first round a few years ago and they got swept. Yeah. He shot like 6 of 20 every single game. I was looking at that box score like the other day, actually. He's a dog, dude. Man, he's just been one of those guys who's so underrated. Arguably one of the most underrated players of all time, really, because he's a guy who's who's in the Western Conference for so many years, playing in New Orleans, you know, as a point guard, and you know, we've seen the last ten years. And he spent know, a lot of years in Philly before that. Yeah, and he made an All Star game in Philly, so his only All Star appearance. But we've seen, you know, just so many the, the rise of like elite guards in the league the last decade or so. And Girardi's been one of those guys who's kind of fallen underneath that in that second tier that gets overshadowed, you know, kind of a guy like Mike Conley too. But, you know, now he's got that ring, he's got that hardware that not a lot of guys got in the league. And, you know, just a huge piece that Bucks big three because that was kind of the piece they were missing last year yeah. and the year before, you know, was a glue guy who could lock up the other team's best, not player because Giannis can do that too, but, you know, Best ball handler consistently. Yeah, absolutely. For and you always have a guy too who's knocking him off the court. Forty six minutes played in game six. You know, played all but two minutes, and he was putting up those numbers night in, night out too. He's on his Paul George shit this series in terms of minutes played. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a beast, man. And I really loved the supporting cast of this Bucks team, honestly, because. You had a center in Brooke Lopez who's seven feet tall, but he can stretch the floor. And he plays some pretty good defense at times as well on bigs. And then you got P.J. Tucker, who also plays great defense, and he's known for his corner threes. So he's also someone that can stretch the floor. 
So basically you have around Giannis, everyone on the floor can shoot in terms yeah. of the starters. And then off the bench, you have Pat Connington, who on the offensive end doesn't have much of an impact. I know, I believe it was in game four where he hit two clutch threes, though. So he can shoot the ball sometimes, but where he really makes an impact is in the rebounding game. There was a lot of times in the series where he would even out-rebound DeAndre Eaton just just from his hops, you know? Yeah. I remember in game – game hops for, for a guy, his uh... – his stature. It was game three or four where it was in crunch time and he had a putback over Aiton where he just simply outworked him. And it's like those are the guys you need on a championship squad. And then yeah. you got you also got Bobby Portis off the bench who is just a straight up energy guy. He gets the crowd Bobby into it. Portis, when he, he was sprinting down the sideline. I've been thinking about that the last couple of days, bro. He's someone that you know. You can trust when he gets on the court that he's going to give 110% every sure. single second that he he's on the floor. He can the floor, too. Absolutely. Know? He's got to can shoot from mid-range. And Bryn Forbes, another guy off the bench. Yeah. Who uh, I remember that first round series against Miami. He had, like, five threes in the first quarter or four threes in the first quarter. So, yep. I mean, it was crazy. They, were, they had, like, 46 points in the first quarter. A lot of guys in this team who can shoot, you know, outside of Giannis. Even Giannis hit a three in the in game six. Yep. You know, right in someone's eye. I don't remember who it was, but. You know, looking at the Bucks next season, man, I want to ask you, man, do you think this team can repeat, you know, with how deep the East is going to be next year with the Nets mostly coming back healthy, barring another set of injuries next season? Yeah. And the West also coming back healthier too. I mean, it's going to be tough for the whole league. Uh, it's going to be tough for the Suns in my opinion, but I want to ask you, um, do you think the Bucks can go back-to-back? I mean, absolutely, because I'm going to be honest, even against – a healthy Nets team, I think the Bucks still have a really good shot against them. Because as I was just saying, oh fuck, I keep saying that, but they <laughs> have a lot of defenders on this team. When they played them, they had PJ Tucker on KD most of the time. And yeah, I mean, no one can really guard to KD. So obviously he's going to get his 40 and whatever. But like you have multiple players that you can throw at multiple guys on that team. And I think that's really the key to beating the Nets is just giving them different defensive looks throughout the game. And obviously, they have shooters on the perimeter as well, so they can shoot with them. And another point to why they could repeat genuinely is because I think Milwaukee is now a spot where free agents can look and say, you know what? Maybe I can get a championship there. Yeah. So if they get a big signing this offseason, I brought this name up like probably like 400 times in the past couple of podcasts I've been in, whether it be Shat Talk or this one, but DeMar DeRozan. If if he's someone (laughs) that genuinely wants to win a ring and he goes to Milwaukee, like that's another 20 point per game score that you're throwing in the mix there. And I mean, even if they just brought back the same roster, I I think it's a championship squad. I mean, how about you? Do, do you think they can repeat again? I think they could repeat, but I don't think they will. Um, I just – if the Nets are healthy next season, which they weren't last season, I mean, they did have like two or three guys for most of the series. Um, I just don't see a way in the Nets with a full season of chemistry to build chemistry, you know, to get to know each other's playing styles. Well, you have th- when you have three of the top 25 players in the league, it's really tough to go against that. And arguably the Bucks do too after this finals. You could say Drew Holiday's up there yeah. in that top 25. 
But I just think the Nets, you know, at the end of the day, we've seen it time and time again. The talent wins in the league. And you have KD and Harden and Kyrie Irving all on the same team. You know, three really staples of that of NBA basketball of this generation. I mean, teaming up together, I think they're going to be due for at least one ring while they're together. And if it's next year, it's next year. I mean, this could really be their last shot to get healthy. But like you were saying, Ben, so it's most earlier too when it comes to the Bucks, because in recent years, and this was definitely a reason why, you know, media said that Giannis shouldn't stay in Milwaukee is you're right. They couldn't get free agents before that. You know, no one wants to look at Wisconsin and, you know, play there yeah. in Milwaukee. I mean, they weren't really relevant franchise, you know, before Giannis until Giannis just completely boosted the economy there, really. Um, wow. before, like, honestly, dude. That was a political term right there. Like, and then, um, and then obviously it's, it's fucking one degree Fahrenheit in yeah. December and January. Like, no, yeah, it's definitely a tough place to play. Tough place to play and live. So, but when you win a championship, kind of goes out the window. And yeah. um, playing with a guy like Giannis, like Chris Milton, like Drew Holiday, a team that has a lot of chemistry, a team that was the number one seed in the East each of the last two years before this year, too. I'm not going to give me a free agent and, you know, not take a look at that and not want to sign there. Um, but with DeMar DeRozan, uh, that's a, that's definitely really one of the only main free agents who are unrestricted. Telling this you, he's a he's a big name this offseason. He's a big name, but him or the Bucks, I don't know. I don't know if they have the cap room for that. I don't know if they either. have the cap, or if like they'd even do that because championship team, you know, adding a guy like Martin Rosen who can't really shoot the ball that well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it would work too well. I think he's. I don't. Know I mean, if, from the perimeter, gonna, he's one of the best mid range players yeah, in the in the game for sure. And it always has been. I don't know if he's going to – he's definitely going to leave San Antonio, though. We just got to think, like, this finals for Giannis and how he did it is just, in my opinion, extre- and especially as a Celtics fan, it's extremely scary for the league. Yeah. Because, I mean, genuinely – I think it's he promising. Went, he went, what, 16 of 17 from the line? I think he went 18 of 19. And then he went one of like one that. from three. I mean <laughs> – Yes, just, it was the clinching game, it. and yes, it, maybe this was just a one-time shooting performance like he had last year against the Lakers. Remember when he hit, like, two two or three step-back threes in, like, a couple of sequences, and then he put the crown on top of himself? <laughs> but, I mean, genuinely, if this is going to spring to a better Giannis, I mean, this is just scary for the league. If he comes into next season how he did in this finals – and I mean, if you remember in game one, that the day of game one, he was listed as doubtful for the game. Yeah. And then like 20 minutes before the game, they announced that he's, he was playing. And I mean, he did not look anywhere far from 100%. He looked like he was 110% this whole series. Yeah. So yeah, it makes you wonder. 20 points, 17 rebounds. This is just one. extremely scary for the league. This guy is now a finals MVP, a two-time MVP, a most improved player, and a defensive player of the year. Dude, that's ridiculous. And he's 26 years old. The only award he hasn't won is sixth man of the year. He is six years older than us. And you want to know <laughs> an even scarier stat? Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's scary. He is six years older than us. Giannis Antetokounmpo started playing basketball in 2008. I know, right? At like 13 years old. I mean, I, re- I actually read that the other day. He was like, LeBron's first time in the fouls was in 07. I was even playing basketball then. 
I mean, when we talk about Giannis all time, he's already he's already soaring in the rankings, right? But yeah, by the yeah. end of his career, I mean, we could genuinely be looking at Giannis as the best basketball player of all time. I mean, am I crazy to even say that? No, I don't think you are. He's 26 years old, and look at his resume is already beyond Hall of Fame numbers. Beyond it. And dude, he's already at, he already has like five all-star appearances. He has another at least 10 years of good basketball left in him. I mean, this is this is crazy. If he can just – if they just – if he's just around good pieces and wins more rings, you know, which they have the potential to do, then hell yeah, dude. He could be the best of all time by the time it's all done. He, he is the most dominant player I've ever seen. Without a doubt. I mean, it's like it's, no one can stop this guy. You could say it's blasphemous because of LeBron James, but like, dude, they're just different freaks. No, like, yeah, it, LeBron's the greatest player I've ever te- ever seen, and Giannis is the most dominant. Giannis, like is, when people talk about Shaq, they say he's the most dominant player yeah. of all time. No, it's Giannis. This, I, I was just so impressed. Sorry, I kind of cut you off there. I was just gonna say that Giannis is like living proof that like guys like Shaq and like. Will can still survive in the three point era today. Man. Oh, absolutely! Just dominating in the paint. As long as you got a handle, and I mean that's not all Giannis has because this guy is fast as lightning too. Yeah, he it is seems fast like he gets down the floor in three steps. But Those it's like long strides. The thing that was just impressing me the most is like even when DeAndre Ayton was in the paint and Giannis was driving, I mean he was absolutely making a mockery of him. He was. Bullying him in the paint, and and Aiton is a huge guy. He's like six eleven. Huge guy, and it's just I don't know. I I, I don't know if there's going to be any stopping Giannis. And I feel like Giannis has always been doing this, but now that he clinched this Finals win and everyone saw it in the limelight, like he. I mean, he's a top two player in the league right now. Maybe only put LeBron over him. Yeah. Which is like maybe. Or KD. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a like flip-flop first, between those three in the top like the three. the first real maybe of like who has the throne in like a while. The the limits for this guy's career are just... Endless. Endless. He... The sky is truly the limit for this guy. And let's say he does repeat again next year. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. We could be watching, I don't know, man. Like I said, I I don't think it's crazy to say that he could genuinely be the best player of all time when it's all said and done. Yeah, we could be seeing another new dynasty. You know, if they do repeat, yeah. they do come back stronger and add more pieces. And, you know, to keep you Giannis happy in a small market like Milwaukee, it's what you're going to have to do. And, yeah, he did just ink that five-year deal. And, you know, shout out to all the fake media, man, just trying to salute my boy Giannis after telling him to leave Milwaukee last year. And not yeah. sign that extension. Everyone's just trying to switch up now, man. But you know, I, I was always happy for the guy, man, staying true to the soil and staying to his home ground roots. Yeah. And you see superstars all around the leagues now. I mean, Aaron Rodgers wants out. Damian Lillard wants out. Giannis never wanted out. and he, he always saw the vision, and he got it done. I mean – you just can't talk enough about this guy. And I see a lot on the media now that he's like the most likable athlete. And I mean, it's true. Like how, how could you not like and respect this guy? And this is coming from Celtics fans. We've had, 
a lot of battles with Giannis. I've actually seen Giannis in person. Really? It's a funny story, actually. I, so it was when Isaiah Thomas was still on the team. What year and, was that in? Freshman year of high school, so 2016. Like it's like that J. Giannis, squad. you can even look this up. Giannis hit six threes that game. It was really? the most threes he hit in a game. <laughs> and they were like all from the corner. That's this was career high. This was still so. early in Giannis's career. We we beat them by like twenty something because the Bucks were still pretty bad. Yeah, but um, so like was I even telling? Yeah, and another thing too, diving into how we're Celtics fans, I thought about this. The Bucks winning this championship really makes me realize that the Celtics need to do this thing. That's what I was thinking too, bro, because um, I was literally just reading comments. Like, it just puts a lot of pressure days, on us. Like, I kept seeing the same thing like with Milton and Giannis. It was like Jason and Jalen soon. You know, I really hope so, man. I because mean, I just... these two guys together, get them some pieces, you know, build, build around these two dudes. You have two 25-plus point-per-game scores. You have two top, I don't know, like probably 20 players in the league. Yeah. Probably put Jalen Brown in the top 20. Oh, yeah. Like top 25. So, yeah, just go through with it. I mean, and – Trust this process. I, the thing that really kind of sucked for me was, like, you see all these Milwaukee fans celebrating, and it's just like, damn. Like, I would kill to watch the Celtics win a championship. You know, because like, outside yeah, of the – That literally should have been us. Like, like, we're Boston diehards, but, and, like, obviously the Patriots are by far, like, the most diehard that we're for. But, like, yeah. the Celtics are definitely second. And, like, for us to really – like, obviously they won in 2008, but we were pretty young at that time. Yeah. Now for, like, how much sports so, like... mean to us and, like, to just see the Celtics win a championship would just be – I'd probably cry. <laughs> I would probably – I would get emotional too. Like, dude, we it, need to do this. It's also tough watching the Bucks win the championship because, you know, few, just a few years ago, like, I remember Colin Coward actually said this. He goes, you know, why wouldn't Kyrie want to re-sign with Boston? They have the East locked up for the next eight to ten years. <laughs> you know, like. Eight to ten years. Like, that's how promising this roster looked with Jalen Brown, Tatum, Hayward. The time, Al Horford, Kyrie, yeah. Marcus Smart, Terry Rozier, man, the list goes on and on. Marcus Morris, too. So it makes it kind of a tough pill to swallow. Oh, absolutely. You know? So if they can just go in the right direction with Brad Stevens now at, at the GM position, you know, making some clutch moves for agency starts probably in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, So because the draft will be in a couple of weeks as well. Yeah, so let's just make a play. And I think they got enough money. Yeah, and what, now. what's really promising in my eyes is I feel that Jason Tatum really took a step in the playoffs against the Nets. I mean, he was lights out a couple of 50-point games. He had a 50-bomb in game and three. This was without Jalen Brown, you know. So if we add Jalen Brown in the mix, I think, honestly, we might have even taken that series to six. I thought you were going to say maybe for taking that series. No, no, I was no. Like, we would have yeah. lost. But, they like, we could have won game. at least two. Yeah. And who knows what what moves Brad Stevens has in store for this offseason. And the, the future is definitely bright for the Celtics as well. When you look at the Eastern Conference, Philly's now falling apart. Um, who is even fourth? Um, Atlanta. Atlanta. Well, I mean, Knicks, they're promising. The Knicks. the Knicks are promising too, but 
the Celtics and the Bucks are definitely at the tip of the top here when you talk about roster and the potential to actually be a championship. The Celtics squad. and the Bucks. I don't think we should put the Celtics in that, you know, range quite yet. But I mean, when you look at like this young core, is that what you mean? Like when you look at the core of teams, Tatum and Jalen Brown is the next best thing to Giannis and Chris Middleton right now. What about the Nets? Oh, yeah, shit. And the Nets. So, like, when you look at those top three teams, those are the most promising teams for the East. Sorry, I completely forgot about the Nets. But In terms of, like, star power. Yeah, exactly. So I know what you mean. It's it's definitely not out of the question that the Celtics could do this. Maybe it's next year. Maybe it's two years. Maybe it's three years. But we still got a lot of promising years ahead of us. But we need to get that championship. Yeah, it's been a long time, man. We cannot years. waste Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum's careers. I saw a comment, too, on Instagram. I keep looking at these, like, woke gene comments. Mm-hmm. Like, Jeff T has as many rings as the Celtics in the last 35 years. Wow. <laughs> Think about it, man. We've won That's one, messed up. We've won one championship in the last 35 years. We need another one. Isn't that sad? We need like, another for one. For a storied organization like the Celtics, you know, free agent hub. We've gotten free agents, man. There's like been no excuse. Yeah, We've gone on the brink so many fucking times. The East Conference Finals, so many times the last few years, just can't punch it in. But like you were saying, Ben, I mean, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, top three duo in the East, top probably six duo in the league. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe behind Golden State, you know, the Lakers too. Um, Golden State, you know, with Clay coming back healthy, I mean. Mm-hmm. And there's other duos I can think of. I can rattle off later, but, you know, Celtics can, you know, they should just trade for Damian Lillard right now. Wow. <laughs> no, we, have five sec- we have five seconds left. You're- All right. That is it for today's episode. We thank you for uh, stopping by and listening. Bucks are for real. Maybe repeat, maybe a new dynasty. And, uh, Giannis could be the greatest player of all time. Yeah, dude, that's our NBA Finals reaction. That was a hell of a series. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Finals MVP. I'm going to go buy his T-shirt right now for $35 on Nike.com, man. Everyone Me go. too. Everyone I'm going to make it a cutoff for Everyone legit. go just do it, right? Just go do it and go Pats. Go Pats, baby. We'll see you guys all next time. Yes, sir. Peace.